older mothers. And we are pleased to have four older mothers who will be joining us today. So we'll be having Mrs. Mercy Cedar. I see she's already joined us. We would have Mrs. Lillian Akwe. I believe she's also here with us. I can see her, Lillian. And then we would also have Mrs. Elizabeth Langdon Yuan. She is yet to join us. And Mrs. Marianne Pinkman. Is she Marianne? I'm not 100% sure. Okay, so um, that would be our guest or our panelist for today. My name is Cheryl Jifapia, and I am a friend of Doreen, who is the brain behind Mamsla. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, everyone, for being a part of our discussion today. So before we start, we would have a short prayer, and then I would go on to allow our guests to introduce themselves and we would get into the discussion. So we thank God for bringing us to yet another discussion. We thank you, God, for giving us the idea of Mamsula. Father in heaven, we pray that we will make impact in our families. Even as we come together today to learn from our older mothers, may it be a day that would help us as younger mothers to grow in our motherhood journey and maybe may it also be a day of reflection for our older mothers we thank you for how far you brought them we thank you in jesus's name we pray amen okay so thank you once again so for our mothers i think you can unmute your microphones and then we can um start our discussion so I would allow you to introduce yourselves and then we can delve into everything that we have for today. Okay, so we have Mrs. Mercy Sida, Mrs. Linian Akwe, and Mrs. Marion. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um we'll move straight to hear from our mothers. So for our first question for today, we just want you to tell us briefly about yourself, the number of kids you have, the ages of the kids, and we also want to know whether there were any surprises, you know. I mean, when I was younger, I thought, you know. All mothers will sit down, or all couples will sit down and actually plan all their kids. Like, we'll have 10 kids, and this one will come on this date, and then there'll be five years different or two years different. Until I got a surprise baby myself, and I realized that, oh, okay, there are surprises, and maybe some of them all happen to be planned. So, when you tell us about yourself and the number of kids you have, you can also tell us whether there were any surprises or they all came exactly when you were ready for it. So I think Mrs. Linian Akwe, you can please set the ball rolling. Thank you, Cyril. I'm Lillian Akwe. As you rightly mentioned, um, 70 less three years. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes, 70 less three years. Mm -hmm. How many kids do I have? I have three, lost one, 
So now the first one is 35. She, she will be 36 in November. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, so she's 36. Okay, so she'll be 37 in November. Oh, okay. And the last one is 31. Mm -hmm. The difference between her and the last one tells you that she wants a surprise. Get my point. The difference the first one is 37. The last one is 31. 31. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you so, so much. Thank you, too. Okay. So we can move on to Mrs. Mercy Sida. Yeah. Thanks so much for this program. Yeah. So I am. Mercy Sida and I am sixty five years old. Oh. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But the boys call me old girl. Oh, so soon. <laughs> <laughs> and I have five children. Mm. Yeah. Oh. I have five children yeah the first one is 41 and then the last one will be 29 in october yeah, okay. this year oh, okay. uh -huh. yeah so any surprises or they were all you know uh, <laughs> yeah for the first two the second one was a surprise because the difference was just I think five months before I realized mm. hey <laughs> the, <laughs> then the last one we all thought we fall two boys, two girls, that is enough. Mm. But then the last came as a surprise. Mm, okay. But you know, we thank the Lord thank for God, it. Yes. You really come yeah. fast, so it's all thanks yeah. to God. Yes, yes. <laughs> all right, thank you, Auntie Mercy. So we go to Auntie Marian. Okay, hello. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm Marian Pimple, and I'm 67 years old. Okay. I have four adult children. Mm. The, the first one is 41. Mm. The second is 39, okay. the third is 37, and then the last is 36. Mm, okay. So the last two were actually surprise for us, mm. especially the last one, because um, we thought the three girls then would wait a while. But um, he came, a boy came 19 months later. Mm, okay. So, yeah, thank God. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. And then we also have Auntie Elizabeth joining us too. So we can also give her the floor to tell us about herself, the number of kids she has, the ages, and whether there were any surprises or they were all planned. Thank you. I'm Elizabeth London Yuan, and I'm 45 years. So I am more like 
an intermediary between yourself and then my mother's present. Mm -hmm. And I have four girls. The first one is 17, 15, 13, and then seven. Okay. The seven was a surprise. Mm -hmm. But we took it like that, thinking that it would be a boy. <laughs> but it still turned out to be a girl. Yeah, a girl. So, four girls hmm. running. Okay. All right. Well, we thank God so much for every beautiful gift he has blessed our mothers with. It looks like the surprises are all over. So, we thank God for how he always surprises us. But he gives us the strength to take good care of all our children. We thank him so much. So we move on to our next question. At Mamsla, we are so much concerned about raising our children up in the Lord. So we'd like to know from our mothers how they led each of their children to know God. How was it, you know, introducing them to God even when they were toddlers and you know, helping them to build upon their faith even up to this stage. So once again, we start with our mother and Yeah, from the word go, you should pray with and for them. When they are babies, mm -hmm. you should be praying for them. Mm. And even before, when they are also intro, in, in the uterus, you should be praying for them before they even come out. Mm. So when they come out, you continue praying for them. Yeah. Then as they grow, you read the Bible for them, although they don't understand. Mm. And then when they start, go, when you start going to church with them, they go to Sunday school. Yeah. And they also learn something from there. When they come home, you also continue and then let their faith be strong in the Lord. Yeah. Then as the milestones go on, you pray as and when. Like pray to have um, normal faith no autism, no deformities, and the rest. Mm -hmm. And then at a stage, you also, at least when they start going to school, for them, for God to give them that knowledge to go through. If they are in boarding houses, introduce them to the SUs and the mm -hmm. whatnots in the school. Yeah. When they come home, you still continue to monitor them at each stage when they are old enough to get married you will still be praying before even that stage mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that god will give them somebody who is also god fearing yeah. even when they enter into marriage you will still be praying for them Mm -hmm. For God to give them the fruits of the womb and also to have normal babies. Yeah. So it's a continuous process. Yeah, yeah, right. You can't end. Mm -hmm. So 
you are dead. <laughs> yes. We are mothers yes, for life. Yeah, we are really yes. mothers for life. It's a long journey ahead of us. Okay. Um, yeah. Auntie Mercy, please, do you have something to also add to that? Yeah. In that case, uh, the immediately we married, we got married. Mm -hmm. We never left her praying together in the morning before leaving home. Okay. So when our first daughter came, we were praying together with her. Mm. When even she was a baby. So before even she was one year old, she saw us praying together. Mm. And it came to a time when you give her any toffee or granite or something, she has to pray over it mm. before she eats. Yeah. <laughs> before she eats. So it was like like my elder sister said, mm -hmm. prayer was part and parcel of our life. Mm. Uh -huh. yeah. And I think when they left the house to SS or what we call senior high school, mm. we encouraged them to do to join the SU. Mm -hmm. As we have already, we've been having the morning devotion. That mm -hmm. one too was there. everyone in the house. We all come together mm -hmm. and pray, do the morning devotion. Mm -hmm. And in my house, we have this um, preaching post. Okay. Yeah, the pre the Methodist preaching post mm -hmm. started. Okay. Uh -huh. So. Um, it was like every Sunday you have to be in church, mm. more especially the children's service. Mm. As for that, whether you like it or not, <laughs> you have to be there. <laughs> and either, uh, even if, because it's a preaching post, uh, there wasn't full service as such, but children's service was going on. Mm. And when when any time when someone comes to preach, and the members who come to the church were few, I have to gather them. We go and sit in the church hall for the church to be full up. Mm. <laughs> so that's how it was. So it was church, church, church. Yes, yes. Children, yes. I will say mm. it. Mm -hmm. okay. When they went to the secondary school it wasn't much of a problem for them mm. but then it was in the secondary school that they all testify that they accepted the lord mm. as their personal savior mm. okay. because what we were doing the house was helping them by them yeah. the real relationship with the lord was in the secondary okay. school. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 wonderful to hear. All right, and we move on to Auntie Marian. Okay, um with our first daughter, 
Mm. When she was about five years old, mm. we presented Christ to her. Okay. And we thought she had accepted Christ and were very happy about it. Mm. But then when she was 10 years old, one day she came to us from church and then with such bright smile, she told us she had accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. And we were rather surprised because all along we thought we had done it when she was about five. Yeah. So I think at that time we were just preparing the ground for her. So about age 11, then she accepted Christ. The rest also came in at different ages. But the last one, who is a son, I have three girls and one son, mm. um, like went along with us until he got to SHS. Mm. And then he also made it clear to her, to us that he had given himself to the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So um, all the four of them at one point in their lives gave their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And even as uh, Auntie Mercy said, prayer had always been part of our lives mm -hmm. in the morning until they grew up to a stage where they could read the Bible for themselves and then they could do their own quiet times. Mm -hmm. And every Saturday, we made it a point, unless there was something else. Otherwise, every Saturday morning, we share what we have learned during the week and also have um, a quiet time together. It wasn't um, easy for us to have quiet time every day with all of them yeah. because they had to prepare quickly and go to school. So evening, we pray together. Saturday mornings, quiet time for the whole house. And this will take about 45 to one hour. Mm. I mean, sharing and talking about all sorts of things. Sometimes they shared what happened in school with us. Mm -hmm. And then if they had any problems, something they wanted us to pray about, we prayed about. So it kind of brought us together. They knew we trusted in God and we had to pray to him for all our needs. And during our life, we could testify of things that we prayed about that God answered. We shared it and it was an encouragement to them, even as they were growing to know that they have us, but more so they had, love, they had God in their lives and they could always go to him with their needs. Thank you. All right, thank you so much, Auntie Marion. Auntie Elizabeth? I think the little I want to add is mm. that exactly, you know, my children are not too old. They are still with me. Mm -hmm. But what we started as a couple is all prayer. Mm. So we'll have our devotions like uh, Mommy said in the beginning. I will have our devotions together as a family. Mm. In the morning, you know, when you are going to school, we are in a rush. But what we have adopted is when we are in the car, mm. before we leave the house, we pray. Mm. But when we get into the car and we are driving to school, sending them to school, then we will all share, read the word of God and share mm. our thoughts on it. Mm. And then each person would have to take something for the day. Mm, okay. So that is actually what so they don't that in the morning 
you must set off and start your day with the Lord. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, Saturday devotions, like Auntie Mariam said, mm. it's only when there's something that takes us out of the house very early mm -hmm. with them. But even now, even when we are out of the house, but now they, you know, the elder is there, so they can take care of themselves. So once wow. in a while, we leave them alone. Yeah. They still come together mm. and then they share the word of God. So it is through that and it is about church. There is no church program that uh, we attended without them. Mm. Even if it's after school and we have to wait around with them in town to go to the program before we come home mm. because uh, we felt that introducing them to God was the best that they can have yeah and so during devotions also uh sometimes the other one for instance what personally there are times that i do we do a one-on-one -on -one chat mm, okay sometimes we bring up a topic in the bible or something life situation mm. and then compare it so they get to know what the word of God is about. So that is, these are some of the steps that uh, we took to bring them to Christ. I think we've really learned a lot about introducing our children to God. It's, it's, it's very beautiful to see how we are adopting various ways to, you know, make the best out of even the little time that we have to introduce them to God because we know it's very important to us. So with our next question, so we all have a lot of Cheryl, kids. Cheryl, hello. 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 Yes, mommy. Cheryl, before you go on, yeah. uh, there is something that uh, I believe I used to do and I think it, it is powerful. Okay. Uh, mommy said in the beginning that when, they are, when the child is even in YouTube, when you have not given birth to the child, okay. you pray that this child will be well-formed with no deformity mm. in any parts of the body. Yeah. But there's also when you are breastfeeding the child, mm. when you have given birth to them, you are bathing them, mm. you are breastfeeding them, mm. you are feeding them in any way. That time, you, especially during the breastfeeding, mm. there's that bond between you and that child. And so, at that time, you don't leave out and just uh, spy in the air. And I always made it a point to pray and say something positive that I would want to see in the child during that time. And I believe that uh, it does work mm. as they grow. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's very powerful. Every drop of breast milk would send blessings into the heart of the child. That's that's so powerful. Thank you so much, Mommy, for that addition. All right, so our next question is how we managed sibling rivalry. You know, our children are all different and they have different personalities. And for me, I mean, when I had to, I was about to give birth to my second, I was wondering how I would manage the two of them. Can I love them as equally as I want to? So I'm also wondering, how did you manage it, you know, were there some of your children who were seemingly better in certain things than in other areas, and how best did you make sure there was no jealousy in the house, but you made sure you 
you made sure to ensure that they loved one another and appreciated one another for each of their strengths. So once again, we'll start with Auntie Lillian. Thank you. Yeah. Sibling rivalry is very, very difficult to manage. And if you don't manage it well, you definitely have problems in the future. Fortunately or unfortunately for me, I didn't have a lot of children. Mm. And the age differences too is wide. Mm. So I had it a bit easier. Mm. But you have to love all the children unconditionally. Mm. Yes. Whether you like it or not. You can't say if you want so when you go to town and you buy toffee you just give uh, a rad ama and leave her it's going to create a lot of problems mm -hmm. in the house yeah. so no matter what yeah. the situation you have to love them unconditionally mm. and if somebody does something which you don't like you see the person down and you tell her, him or her, that this is not the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. And we shouldn't compare them. Mm. Because no two persons are the same. You should treat each and every child as she or he is. And when doing that, still you are doing your prayers as secretly as it is. <laughs> Because if you don't take care, they will go haywire rather. Hmm. But you have to let them know that sharing is another aspect of um, something you can learn from the house. Hmm. So that when you go out, you can also give up. Yeah. Because if there is sibling rivalry and you don't keep it at all. She or he can grow into something terrible you can't even manage. Mm. So to me, you have to love each and everyone unconditionally, no matter what. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Maybe if I remember something, I'll let you know. Thank all right. You. Thank you so much, Auntie Lillian. Auntie Mercy, five children. How did you know? Make yeah. sure you love each of them <laughs> equally. <laughs> Thanks so much, Auntie Lillian. I agree perfectly to what you said. In fact, you have to love them unconditionally. Um, this um, this rivalry among siblings was a headache or a problem for my husband. Mm. So we made the conscious effort mm. not to allow this to happen in our family. Yeah, okay. Whatever we do for one person, it has to be done for the other one. And I remember when they all finished JSS, 
when the first one finished, the father took her to UK for holidays. Mm. And it has to follow suit for mm. all the five of them. Wow. Because he wanted to avoid where you took this one and you left me behind. Mm -hmm. And something too, we were all praying. And I think our first daughter did very well. She always tried, she sacrificed everything for the, her other siblings. Mm. She, she sacrificed a lot for them. Mm. So that there's not the case that uh, she, uh, we are sidelined something. And at least, oh, I think it is very important for parents to make that conscious effort mm -hmm. is very difficult. There will be some among them who will be obedient to whatever you say, they will agree. But others to some, the same <laughs> children, but some will be stubborn. But all the same, like Auntie Lillian said, you have to love them unconditionally. Mm -hmm. And with prayers, they will all be together. Mm. That rivalry will be out from them. Mm. All right. Auntie Marianne. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think I agree with what the two ladies said, mm. that we have to love them unconditionally. Mm. But another thing that I also observed with my four kids was that each was very different. Mm. Four children, very, very different. Mm. And it was difficult to treat them the same way. Mm. So um, actually, before I married, I read a lot of books about how to take care of children. Mm, okay. And this is one thing that I put into practice, explaining my actions to them, mm. why I am doing this and trying to make them understand. And like Auntie Mercy said, um, we had one daughter, we saw have a, who was very active and difficult to handle. Mm. And so it's like every time, go to your room, face the wall or something. Mm. And I had to explain because it's like, you are always picking on me. Why should I go to my room when we are all in the living room enjoying something then i'll have to explain and i will tell her if you behave better i'll bring you out mm. so i had to ex do a lot of explaining mm. to all of them and i think that's one thing that helped mm. i remember one occasion this girl who is difficult to handle you know when the living room i forgotten exactly what she did and i said coding and this podium is like <laughs> whipping her because she's very sociable. She wants yeah. to be where people are. Mm. So that was the punishment I often give her. And unfortunately, I forgot that I have left her in the room for a long time until I heard some noise. She was crying in the room. Oh. And I was really hurt. So mm. I called her and talked to her. And then she was sober. And she there's something with her she easily forgives mm. 
Mm. Then, mommy, I love you. Me, what's some matter? And that is it. Mm. And we went on. Mm. So, this is one thing that helped me. Mm. I need sometimes to apologize to them if they think I've offended them. Mm. And also to make things clear, explaining why I'm doing certain things. Mm. And so far, I haven't really observed much of sibling rivalry with them. Mm. I haven't. Okay. okay, thank you. All right, thank you so much. I think explaining your actions to them that's that's very great. Okay. Um Auntie Elizabeth. The little I want to add is it is not it is something that exists. It is something that would be difficult to avoid completely. Mm -hmm. But to manage it perfectly you cannot do it with your own strength. Yeah, yeah. So what I do is, uh, in all situations, as we started, that it is prayer, prayer. Mm. One thing that I pray about is divine wisdom to be able to discern how to handle them. Mm -hmm. Because of my four girls, there is not one of them who is like the other. Mm. They are four different girls. Yeah. And so I've come to realize that one method cannot fit all of them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so how do you also ensure that the method that you think fits uh, AC would not offend Ajwa? Mm. And so I pray for divine wisdom. Mm -hmm. And like uh, Auntie said uh, just a while ago, sometimes when I realize that there's a problem with them, Sometimes you act on it right there, and then one may feel offended. Sometimes they feel you are supporting the other. Mm -hmm. So the moment I realize that one is feeling that I am supporting the other, then the one who feels offended, I take time to explain things mm -hmm. at an appropriate time. Yeah. So that sometimes they share their views, mm -hmm. and then you explain why you let them understand. So before you realize they've understood your actions you also they have learned something and sometimes whatever led to that would not happen again mm. so they understand each other mm. and uh, what is important is their ability to also uh, let go when one helping what I do all the time is to let them know that look you are sisters this is what you have so it is important that you learn to live with each other. Mm -hmm. If your mates in your class whom you don't know and have different characters, they, they can do, they can offend you, they can put up certain attitude, but you try to adjust to them. Mm -hmm. Then you should know that your sisters are also just like them. Mm -hmm. And so you must adjust to each other and then live in peace and harmony. Yeah. That is the only way that's true. So that is what I've been doing uh, to this time. Mm -hmm. And their elder sister is someone who really understands. Mm -hmm. And she will share with you if she says she'll come. For her, if you don't even call her, she'll find an opportune time to talk about the issue with you. Mm -hmm. And so she gets to understand. And then she also in a way, tries to help the others 
when maybe the second and third have a problem, she knows how to handle it mm -hmm. even when uh, I don't come. Mm -hmm. okay. All right, thank you so much. I, I have realized a pattern where our firstborns are really taking the leads to be junior mothers and junior fathers already. And I think it's, <laughs> it's very beautiful to learn that, or to notice mm -hmm. that. Yeah, it's, it's very great. All right, so I mentioned at the beginning that today is a day of reflection for older mothers too. So for the next question, I want to know some of the highest moments of motherhood that you look back to with pride. Any, you know, two, one or two moments that you felt like, ah, this one, dear, I was a very great mother and you feel so proud about those moments anytime you look back at it. So, Auntie Lillian, um, you have the floor. <clears throat> motherhood hmm. for you to even get pregnant go through pregnancy deliver see your kids grow and now when you see them they are even bigger <laughs> and better than you you give thanks to God yeah. you see them and you are even you don't, you don't even know how to thank God for how he has led you that far. Mm -hmm. God has been so good. The highest moment is maybe I didn't go to secondary school, but now my children are even, um, they have their PhDs. Wow, wow. It's wow. so nice. Wow. <laughs> You thank God for it. Wow. When you're working with them, hmm. and somebody asks, is that your daughter? And you say yes. You feel, I don't know what to say. Mm -hmm. It's such a joy. Mm -hmm. And you all give thanks to God for how far he has led you. Hmm. I think that's all that I can say for now. All right, that, that's beautiful. Thank you so I'm bit, much. I feel so emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Auntie Lillian. Auntie Mercy. Yeah. I think there is so much pride I would take in as a mother for what the Lord has done for me. Like Auntie Lillian said, I went but by the grace of God, I have doctors and PhDs, like Auntie Lillian said, almost all of them are graduates mm. i'll say yeah with their masters and the rest mm. but i remember one occasion when my first two daughters they had i went for their graduation in the u.s mm. and they had this honorary degree or honors degree i don't mm. know what they call it <laughs> and <laughs> And you see them, the only blacks among a whole lot of whites. Mm. I mean, achieving this honest 
mm. degree. In fact, that night I was so elevated. Oh. I thank the Lord so much mm -hmm. that I couldn't even believe <laughs> myself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, bringing for children who have excelled so much, not even in their own land, but outside their country. Mm. And then there was one of them, the last one. Mm -hmm. He also had this gentleman of the year, the best gentleman in her in his class, mm. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, ah, what did I do? How training did I give him mm -hmm. that he had the best gentleman of that year? And also, the one of them, too, at his, um, they call it, is it? This doctor's last swearing of oath. Mm -hmm. I should have asked the actual name of that ceremony. And you see a whole lot of people in that auditorium. He, being the class captain, giving the speech. Wow. If I think the vice president and others, they were there. Mm. And with these professors... And he giving a speech wow. to that whole auditorium. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't, I mean, it was tears of joy oh. that day for me. Okay. So, in fact, the Lord has done so much, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so much that, I mean, if we want to <laughs> say it, we will never finish. But we give him all the glory. Yes, we thank God. We thank mm -hmm. God so much. <laughs> Alright, thank you so much, Auntie Mercy. Auntie Marianne. Um, it's interesting, all that we are talking about. There's one aspect I want to bring in. Mm -hmm. There are some mothers who have prayed so much, even more than we did. And maybe mm -hmm. a child went astray. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me of God's grace in all that we are doing. Yeah. I mean, we are praying and doing our best. Yeah. But at the end of it all, we see the grace of mm -hmm. God. Yeah. And we should continue to pray for such mothers. Mm -hmm. um, I'll give one example, a little bit different from what my sisters have, uh, have given. Mm -hmm. One time my daughter went to school. She was in the JHS. Okay. And then came home with a book that a friend gave her to read, mm. Milk and News. So I saw the book and I said, oh, who gave this book to you? She mentioned somebody's name. Of course, I didn't know him. Mm -hmm. And I said, um, I've read this kind of book before when I was young. And what I don't like about this book is that it's very vulgar. I use this word. It's very vulgar. Mm. And it gives a graphic description of what a man and a woman do in the bedroom. What should be done between a husband and a wife. And as a teenager, if you continue reading these books, 
you get excited mm -hmm. and then you get involved with the opposite sex and before you get married you've messed up yourself mm -hmm. so after saying that i asked that so what will you do do you still want to go ahead and read this book she said mama after what you've said i think i'll give the book back to the owner so the following day she took the book back yeah. and then she came back and she told me you know what happened i it was a boy who gave the book to her oh. i told this boy what you told me and he was kind of surprised do you talk with your mom on such subjects mm. and she said yes i do everything i discuss with my mother mm. and he said my mother is never there for me mm. and i dare not go to her to talk about such things mm. so i would like to meet your mother oh. well we cut it short that way and the following year there was a speech day so i went there and then she came to me with a boy and said oh mama this is a friend and then mentioned his name that's all she said mm -hmm. so after everything then she said you remember i brought a book and then you said the book was vulgar mm -hmm. this was the guy who gave it to me and he was so surprised he wanted to meet you and that day i thank god that my daughter could really open up every part of her life with me thank you yeah that's that's so so beautiful thank you so much auntie marion for sharing that story auntie elizabeth thank you uh i felt happy as a mother uh my girl was then one became the head girl in jss and then SS, oh, mommy, I said, you can do it. She said, no, I don't want to do it. Okay, I had to encourage her yeah. with other people. She went in and then she was elected as the head girl. Mm. And that alone was not enough because I felt one thing that added that was there was a friend of hers who wanted to who wanted another prefect position and wanted to do something, mm -hmm. but didn't get it. But what she told a friend, she told a friend, oh, she discussed with me and told a friend, when my mother comes, I will, you can meet her. And she told me, mommy, I want you to talk to her. She's done. And that moment, I, I felt like, so my daughter feels that uh, sees me as somebody who is a source of encouragement to her. Yeah. That when she's down, mm -hmm. she can fall on me mm. for encouragement yeah. and for words of comfort. Mm -hmm. And in fact, that day, I felt so good. And I yeah. felt that uh, it was worth the sacrifice of mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, whatever that I have made in the moment mm -hmm. and I was so happy there are several instances and I feel that uh, for me like uh, Auntie Nessie, uh, it's those moments that they, they, they show to me that 
they trust me yeah. they believe that i am there for them mm -hmm. there are moments that makes me feel good yeah it makes me feel so excited because uh, my highest desire is to be the best friend to my children mm -hmm. yeah. especially because they are girls mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so once they are able to confide in me and believe that oh this is my mother i can talk to my mother about this it, it excites me and i feel that i am getting there and so uh it is a good feeling for me so those moments are moments that i have experienced that has made me so happy as a mother because i feel that being a mother, there are lots that you have to sacrifice to get to that level. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And for me, especially, uh, seeing them in that way, I felt that I am there because I had to sacrifice uh, work, change work places and all that, mm -hmm. just to make sure that I am there for them. Mm -hmm. So if at the end of the day, it is not over, I am nowhere, but at least I can see this then it's an exciting moment. It's a moment of joy that I have experienced. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. So on our reflection, we know the journey is never perfect and there are some moments when it doesn't go so well. So we'd also like you to share at least one of such moments when things didn't go as you expected it to go and how you handled it. I know as strong mothers as we are, we wouldn't just sit down and allow such bad moments to overtake us, but we try to do our best out of such a situation. So we'd also like to learn from you any one of such low moments and how you handled it. Auntie Olivia. Thank you so much. Lowest moments of motherhood. How did you handle it? Um, the accounts say aware, aware. And should I say fortunately or fortunately, I didn't have a lot of kids. Mm. I had three, one boy and two girls. Somewhere along the line, I lost the boy. Mm. So how do, did I handle it? It's only the Lord who will see you through. Yeah. Friends will come, church members will come, family members will come. But you are the only person who knows what you are going through. Yeah. But through all that, we are more than conquerors. Yeah. More than how many? More than 20 years. But once, once a while, you, you see somebody, uh, oh, if my a uh, boy was here, maybe he would have been this and that. Yeah. But in all that, we still trust the Lord that he knows what's best for us. Mm -hmm. That's why he took him away from us. Mm -hmm. So in all things, we thank and bless God for it. And in that situation too, when somebody is in that same situation, you can also Mm -hmm. be in a better position to encourage you. The, 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 the fellow through. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Antelenian, for sharing that. 
We thank God for the strength he gave you to overcome such painful moments. All right, Auntie Mercy. Mm. Thanks so much. I think life has not been all that rosy mm-hmm. as from what we've been saying. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we take the no no like the sweet side and at times too you have to take the bitter side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good that you brought this question to Sharing this moment too, I have a lot to say, but I just want to take one of my children. Hello? Please, can you hear? Yeah, I can hear Aunt Mercy. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I remember my first two children when they graduated. We were all expecting that they would get some good job and then bring in money because we spent a lot on them. Yeah. And for several months, no job. Go work. I remember I prayed my heart out, but there wasn't any <laughs> positive response coming. Then just a few months to they are t- they they call something OPT. The time they have to work when it's over, you have to come down to your home country. Mm. And by God's grace, they got they got a small job to do. Mm. But then the first girl, she continued with her masters mm. in nursing, thinking, "Oh, nursing, you get job easily." Mm. She did the masters in nursing, and for almost one year, no work. Mm. So what you have to do, you have to come down to your home country. Mm. And for seven years, she was here. Thinking, oh, when you come nursing, dear, oh, a woman, you go for the interview, she will go even tossing here up and down. Mm. We just don't know what to do with yourself. But we never cease praying because we believed in the God whom we have. We are seven. Yeah. But in all this too, I knew God was preparing her for something. Yeah. He brought her down for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Because if she had not been around when the father God's sake. I don't know where I would have been. Mm. Perhaps we all have gone to meet the Lord. Mm-hmm. And she was a source of inspiration. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like she was my everything. Mm-hmm. When she came down. And how she went back 
it was a miracle. We never expected. She went just like that. Mm. She had a job even before going back. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but through all this, both of us, I mean, the whole family, we never gave up. Mm. And all these two, she being the first, all her siblings have got married, but she is still not married. Mm. But she's as happy as ever. And she has never given up on anything. Mm. And we are still continuing praying and trusting the Lord. Mm. Because, I mean, like I started, yeah. we don't have, we won't have everything rosy yeah. throughout. But then we should still continue to trust and hope in the Lord. Mm. As for that, I can assure everyone who believes in the Lord that truly in Him we are more than conquerors. Mm. I mean, what I can give to my fellow women. There are problems, they will come. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but never run to anywhere apart from the feet of the Lord. Yeah. And truly, truly, He will accomplish whatever He has for you. Amen. All right. Thank you so much, so much, Auntie Mercy. Auntie Marianne. Thank you. Just as Auntie Mercy said, there are so many things that we can share, but I'll limit myself to one. Okay. Um, one of my daughters got into a relationship, mm. and the way we had brought them up as I mean, very early in the relationship, they bring the person to the house. Mm. And then we kind of get to know the person. So that's what she did. She brought this guy to the house. For the first time, I didn't know, but um, I wasn't too excited about him. Mm. But um, he's the one she had brought. So we're trying to get, um, get to know him. Mm -hmm. And at one point, the guy traveled outside Ghana. Mm. And then he told my daughter to um, get kind of connection and come and join him in the U.S. Mm. And my daughter said, no way. If God wants us to be there, he will help me to go through the real procedure. Mm -hmm. Well, in between, I can't share everything. So yeah. many things came up mm -hmm. that took us to our knees. Yeah. Because we knew that if this relationship will go on into marriage, it will bring a whole lot of problems. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we started praying, asking God to just make things clear to both of them. Mm -hmm. If they have to break up then they will have to break up. Mm. And around that time, my daughter also went <laughs> outside Ghana, but somewhere else. He mm. was in the U.S. He, she was also somewhere else. Mm. And then she called and said she had broken up with the gentleman. Mm. The gentleman called us. He was weeping. And I didn't know what to do. Somebody's yeah. son. Yes. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> he was also a Christian. I tried explaining things to him. No, no, no. And then he said I should try and convince my daughter to come back. I mean, this thing like a yo-yo up and down for a long time. So um, motherhood is is complex. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought I had finished. Because mm. if you finish university, you are somewhere else continuing. Mm. I think you are an adult. You can yeah. decide. Mm -hmm. And yet, when this problem came, it came back to mm. us in Ghana. Yeah. And what made it difficult for me was how the guy was weeping his heart out. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to explain. And he said he was trying to do this kind of arranged marriages and that broke my heart i knew no he wouldn't be a good husband to yeah. my daughter but yeah. i couldn't tell him that <laughs> neither could i tell my daughter that yeah i just wanted them to make their own decision mm -hmm. finally finally they broke up and they went there um there are different ways. Yeah. And um, one big lesson I learned from that is we never stop being mothers. Yeah. We will always be mothers. Mm -hmm. We are always yeah. there for them. Mm -hmm. And actually they're also there for us interdependent. Yeah. And I just want to share that as I grow physically, I also grow knowing the Lord in a different way. Mm -hmm. Sometimes these things come away to bring us closer to him yeah. and also to help us to um, be able to counsel others who go through such things. These low mom moments are real mm -hmm. and it's not one, it's not two. Once we are still living, there will be these high and low moments and it's my prayer that each one will bring me closer to my Lord. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much, Auntie Marion, for sharing this. Auntie Elizabeth. Yes, dear. Yeah. So for me, uh, these are moments that are countless, like Auntie Maria and Auntie Mercy has said. Uh, in as much as you have moments that excite you, that elate you, yeah. these are also moments that come along with this. Mm. And one that's uh, that actually got me on my knees and I actually learned a lot from us. Uh, when I was called to the school of one of my children, mm -hmm. they all happened to be in the same school. Mm. And the elder was uh, this head girl for that school. Mm -hmm. so, I, so when you go there, when you know, then this, this family... Oh, they are well polished. Yeah. Only to be called one day that uh, about one of them, what, how does she behave at home? You talk about it and then it's all positive. Mm -hmm. Then you are slapped on the face with a negative attitude that she had put up in school. Mm. And I was like, ha, ah, what is this? <laughs> that moment, yeah. I didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, it happened at a time that 
their father had traveled outside so i was here with them mm. and being called to school and because the elder was had become the head girl mm -hmm. uh they were seen as, and I was so close with the teachers and all that. Mm -hmm. So they, they saw me as, oh, this is a mother who, and I like the young ones. Mm -hmm. So when I see you, their friends are my friends and I'll talk to you. So the teachers mm -hmm. know about that. Mm -hmm. Only for you. So when they are thinking that you are somebody who is a good mother and yeah. is bringing up your children in the Christian way. Mm -hmm. This is what you have at home. Yeah. In fact, that day I felt a failure. Yeah. I felt you? that no, this is oh, I have failed. But after some time, one thing that came to me, I don't know, I was driving and one thing came to me and said, so who should it happen to? Mm. If not you, mm. who should it happen to? And that was what brought me back. And I said, okay, God, you know I can handle it. Mm. Give me the grace to handle this one. Mm. So what was I supposed to do? Was I supposed to beat her in school? She's a girl. Was I supposed, what was I supposed to do? Was I supposed to just disgrace her at home? What was I supposed to do? And it was difficult. Yeah. But at a point, when that came up, all those thoughts coming in, when that came up, all that I did was just talk to her. So I found, when I was told, I just left the school. When I closed, I went for her. They closed, I went for them. I didn't talk about it. And then I found an opportune time with her, discussed it with her, and told her what I have been told. Mm -hmm. And one thing that made me, in fact, it actually helped me and I learned something from. After I felt that when she had been approached by the teachers and the teachers getting to know of what that character which was about and she was actually told that i would be informed mm -hmm. i was thinking she would actually put up an attitude that would let me know that she's sorry or something mm -hmm. but i didn't see that mm -hmm. i discussed with her and it was all silent mm -hmm. what is this one <laughs> and that was when i learned my biggest lesson that look the children you have, they are not the same. Mm. They are different. Yeah. Because I could just imagine uh, one of them in that situation mm. and how she would be sorry and apologize and all that. But this one, everything mm -hmm. was normal. Okay. So she, she didn't even utter a lot of explanation. You ask question and then she's just looking at you. Why did you do this? What is the reason behind it? And she's just looking at you. Mm -hmm. So I went ahead. So all that I did was okay now. Then it means that I have more work to do in this direction. Yeah. So yeah. any time I have with her, any quite se uh, separate time I have with her, I kept on encouraging. I kept on talking about some of these things. Mm -hmm. I kept on 
using the word of God yeah. to guide and all that. Mm. And then one day, I was in my room alone. I was actually doing some marking and all that. And she came and said, Mommy, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, oh. what are you sorry about? What have you done again? <laughs> and she said, Mommy, I've not done anything. I've not done anything, but I have thought about what I have done, I did, and of all that, of all the things that you have told me, and of all the things that we have learnt in this house, I am sorry, and I promise it won't happen again. Yeah. And that was that was a time that uh, I felt that motherhood is not a rosy bed. Yeah. yeah. Because that moment, imagine teachers who felt that. Oh, when we want mothers to even encourage uh, these youth, talk to them. Because I, I was so close to them that some of the teachers, when they even had children, you know, like uh, uh, one of our mothers said that there was a child who didn't have time with the mother. Mm -hmm. When they identify some of these people, they can even discuss with me yeah. and then... If there's a problem, they, they say, oh, Mrs. Land, I know you have a way of dealing with these things. Mm -hmm. So talk to this girl, talk to this boy. So for this same teachers to see this in my child, is it that you come out, uh, somebody will say, outside gentility, home cry. <laughs> so you do it out there, but yeah. you cannot uh, train your children. Mm -hmm. Is that it? Mm -hmm. But... Uh, it, I, I realized that it was that was the down part of parenthood, yeah. and as you are able to rise from that, mm -hmm. then you can call yourself uh, a parent, a good yeah. parent, or yeah. a good mother. Mm -hmm. And so, when the day she approached me and said she was sorry, uh, I, I, I felt that yeah. oh God. You have listened to my prayer. I pray that you continue this. And I must say that in these moments, this is just one of them, but yeah. they are young. But uh, so someone will say, you don't have, but these are girls. Yeah. And the girls of today are growing so fast, faster than the girls of yesterday mm -hmm. or of our time. Yeah. And so... They, they 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 do a lot of things. They are exposed to a lot of things, mm -hmm. and all that I say is, in all this, I was just praying. I, I was like, this is surprisingly. This was a girl that, you know, the children are such that sometimes, in as much as you try to be fair and treat them equally, mm -hmm. one of them they they try to pick and choose the parents. Yeah. I like my mother, I like my father, and all that. Yeah. And this is one girl that sometimes people, like, you know, the, even the father feels that she's closer to me. Yeah. So for her to put up that attitude, and the father wasn't around. Yeah. But when he came and I talked about it, he said, so what have you done? Mm -hmm. And she was, he was down. 
but he just said continue to do what you know to do mm-hmm. and let's pray about it yeah. so i believe that it was mm-hmm. prayer that helped us mm-hmm. through it so this, so this is a moment that yeah. was challenging okay. thank you so so much Prince elizabeth for sharing such an intimate moment with us so we are down to our last question. We have only about 10 minutes to end this wonderful call. So our last question, we have been talking a lot about motherhood and motherhood, but we know that we become mothers after we become wives. No. And yes, when we get married initially, it's just we me don't have a and this our husband. No. And suddenly kids start coming in. And so the next question is, how did marriage change your relationship with your husband? What are some of the, you know, different ways it changed your relationship with your husband? And how did you make sure you continued being a good wife while you tried to be a good mother and the two of you worked together to be good parents? I know it's a loaded question, but... uh, We'll try, our best to, <laughs> we'll try our best to, you know, get the best answer, short answer we can get as we bring our program to a close. So we start as usual with Auntie Lillian. I prefer the Jifa to the... <laughs> yeah, sure, no yeah. problem. <laughs> but narrowly, there shouldn't be uh, um, a change. Mm. Because the two of you met, mm-hmm. the kids are some precious jewels you just met along the line. Yeah. But that being the case, mm-hmm. uh, naturally, when the kids start coming, there's going to be decrease in um, time with Poppy. Mm-hmm. And you know, men are also very jealous. Mm-hmm. So you should, <laughs> you should try as much as possible to do whatever you were doing before, although um, the case have arrived. And at times, if you don't even take care, they will fight with the baby over the breast. But he should know that the breast is not for him. Just as you... um, you should be pampering him. Let me say that. You should be pampering him and be talking to him just as you've been talking to the kids mm-hmm. so that she will also understand. Mm-hmm. Other than that, there will be some strain in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people because of um, kids coming in, mm-hmm. the man will start going out. Yeah. And if that happens, then you are in for it. Mm. That's why the the Bible says you shouldn't be unequally yoked. Mm, Because if you marry a Christian who understands, then you are done. Mm. But if not, your marriage can be on the line. Mm. Since we have 10 minutes, I won't talk much. I'll give time for my other thing. Thank you, Jifa, for giving me on your program. Thank, Thank you, you so much. All right, Auntie mm-hmm. Yeah, this is just a short message. Mm. 
I mean, in our marriage or in every marriage, we can never do anything without the Lord. Mm-hmm. So it's He who gives us the grace. Yeah. Even the children, they are gifts from Him. Mm-hmm. All I have to say is that we shouldn't allow the children to change our marriage. Mm-hmm. Instead, we should get them all involved in whatever we are doing at home. Yeah. Never leave them out. If it's housework, cleaning, um, when they are babies, the mother or the father taking their bath, the mother preparing the breakfast, whoever is available, we should all get involved in caring for them. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be. You have to do this. You have to da- do that. Yeah. Everyone should be involved. I think this is all I can say. Thank you. Thank you, Auntie Mercy. Auntie Marianne. Yeah, um, I think now means the marriage will change a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because without the children, the two of you, at least in our case, we were very close. We still are. Mm-hmm. We go everywhere together. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he's coming from work, and then I'll take the bus and go and wait for him. Or by train, we were outside. Then we had all the children outside, mm-hmm. and when the children came, I tried doing the same thing. We'll take the train, the bus, the train, and go and wait for daddy wherever he's coming from. Mm-hmm. Then we come back. Yeah. Yes. So just like Auntie Mercy said, try and get uh, him involved in everything. Mm-hmm. But I still say that it changes a little bit yeah. because now the same 24 hours will have to be divided mm-hmm. among all of them, mm-hmm. the husband and the children as well. So it won't be the same. I think um, the couple will have to understand it. This is it. Children have come and sacrifices will have to be made. Thank you. Thank you so much, Auntie Marion. Auntie Elizabeth. All right, so the little I would add is uh, when the children come, yes, they will change the equation. But uh, for me, what I do is that I reduce until this era of uh, uh, infection that we have to stay at home and all that. But otherwise, I reduce a lot of office work in the house Mm. so that when I'm at home, we are all doing something one or the other. Mm-hmm. Then we can have time for yeah. each other. Yeah. When you bring all of them together, when we are in the kitchen, we are all there. When we are doing this, so sometimes what I what I don't do is uh, sh- sh- dividing the work. This is strict division. This is somebody's duty. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is something that uh, I don't do. So we try to be together and then share those moments together. So that when you work, when you work, when, if you have your work at home too, there are times that, especially in this moment that we have to work a lot from the house, yeah. I try to give the working time for those moments. Mm-hmm. And then if it's after work, it is after work. Mm-hmm. Then we can all share the time together. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you so, so much. 
Thank you so much, uh, mothers, for joining us today. It's been a pleasure hearing from you. It's it's been wonderful. And for me, I mean, the summary of everything is motherhood is a long journey. It's not just about the babies, but from the baby years to toddlers, to teenagers, and even when they grow up and they are married, we are still their mothers and we are still thinking about them, praying with them. So it's been a very, very beautiful encounter. And I thank everyone, everyone over here for joining us and for learning with us. We have um, a short feedback form, which I'm putting in the chat box. I would just like everyone of us to fill the feedback form. Just let us know what you felt about the program. Honestly, it's a very short form. So let us have some honest feedback um, about the program so that for our future programs, we can do our best to keep it as it must be for the benefit of all of us and for the glory of God. Um, today, Doreen has been quiet. Doreen, are you there so that you can just say hi to everyone who is on the call today? Doreen is the brain behind Mom's Last, so she can just, you know, crown it all with a few words and then say the closing prayer with us. And thank you so much, Cheryl. I mean, thank you very, very much. You've done so well. I want to say a very big thank you to all our mothers who shared with us this um, evening. Honestly, when you hear older um, mothers or people who have gone ahead um, share as honestly as you have, it gives us a lot of encouragement. Mm. Because sometimes you feel like you're not doing something right, and you hear that someone who is a bit more experienced has had some, some way experiences. It makes you feel like, okay, so happens to all of us, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think that even though we are young, some of us have also had difficult experiences already in our times of being mothers. And it's encouraging to hear that our older mothers have also gone through difficult things and have survived mm -hmm. and have testimonies even to share. So God bless you so much. Auntie Lillian, Auntie Mercy, Auntie Marian, Auntie Elizabeth. God bless you so, so, so much for sharing. And please, like Cheryl was saying, if you can fill our feedback forms, we'll be very, very grateful to um to you and we'll try very hard to you know um encourage us all with topics that will benefit all of us we want to be good mothers we want to raise our children in the way of the lord and we want to receive the kind of encouragements that others may not have had so that we can do better than others may have done may god continue to be with us may he continue to bless our efforts may he always remember remind us that it is really not about what people think it's more about what he thinks. God bless us all for joining. Cheryl, I don't know whether you'd want to... Cheryl, do you want to say something to end? No, I think yeah, you, you can have the last word and then say the closing prayer. I'm here with another Mamsula member, so... Tasha will pray with us. <laughs> okay. Shall we pray? We are grateful to you, Father, for all the things that have been shared. You know, when, when this group was birthed and the purpose for the meetings, and so far, so good. You've been teaching us on various topics. We commit future meetings to your hands that we have more fruitful discussions, all centered on you. A Christian group, the work of our hands, our homes, 
everyone who has ever joined this group before that whatever we learn from it will be useful to us at home. Those who are struggling in whichever form, pray that your wisdom will guide them. Be with us all, Lord. And may we raise our children and keep our homes peaceful. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. Amen. All right, so thank you everyone once again. Thank you so much for making it to the August edition of edition, sorry, of Momsla. And I wish you the very best and see you again next month. Thank you. Please don't forget to fill our form for to give us some feedback. Thank you so much. Bye bye.